0: Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode. If you are new to the show, I am so happy that you are here. So for today's episode, you are actually in for a treat. For those of you that have been listening for a while or for those of you that just jumped on and are now listening to the show, today's episode is actually going to be a really special one. It is actually a podcast replay uh that I recorded with my coach D.L. Sharon over at the Black Banked and Booked Out podcast. And I have been working with my coach for the past year and a half and going on two years. I am actually part of her mastermind, the Liberation Mastermind. And in this episode replay that you're going to listen to, we talk all about creating a six-figure identity and my own process behind that. You know that I teach identity. I work with my clients so deeply in terms and all things identity. And in this episode, you actually are going to hear a lot of the behind the scenes of my own process and the challenges that have come up for me in my own journey to creating a six-figure identity I get emotional just listening to this replay because it literally takes me back to where I was, the transformation that I was going through over a year ago. And for those of you that have been wanting to integrate coaching into your business model, this is going to be such a good episode for you to really look at like what happens behind the scenes and to hopefully normalize your experience in all of the challenges and mental roadblocks that are probably coming up for you in your decision making around actually integrating coaching into your business model. I share a lot around many of the challenges that I faced, my thoughts, really the things that helped me in creating my six-figure identity, my grief around becoming a full-time entrepreneur After letting go of therapy work and what those challenges look like, what those internal battles look like. And for those of you that are therapists that want to learn how to create unlimited income with coaching, this episode is going to be so, so good for you. And if any of what I share with you resonates, I want to invite you to register for my free training, How to Double Your Private Practice Income with coaching that is happening on January 28th at 11 a.m. CST. This is the only way that you can work with me at this level. And we're going to be opening up the doors right after this training so that you can have immediate access to enrolling into Aligned Coaching, which is my 12-week group program that supports you in creating and doubling your therapy income with coaching. It is going to be the first round that opens up for this year and I cannot wait to serve you inside. It already is 50% sold out. Uh, when you register for the free training, you will automatically get immediate access to enrolling and access to the 48 hour bonus that will be Announced at the end of the training. So I cannot wait to see you inside. You can register. You can find the link in the show notes of this episode. I cannot wait for you to attend. This training is literally going to help you get liberated and to create more options for yourself. I cannot wait to see you inside. Hi, and welcome to the Latina CEO Identity Podcast, a show for Latinas who want to take the unconventional path. I'm so happy you're here. I'm your host, Liz Fernandez, a first generation daughter of immigrants and therapist turned multi six figure CEO and identity coach. I help Latinas create and claim their identity as booked out coaches and entrepreneurs. In this show, you will have a space to help you realize just how gifted and extraordinary you already are, so that you start tapping into your gifts and start creating your Latina CEO identity. Lista? Let's get into today's episode.
1: Welcome, Liz. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here, DL. This is major. I know like just you being here is such a big deal. And you're in Mexico City, you were sharing like you're thinking about moving down there. And like just seeing like I'm looking at your face right now, just seeing your face. I'm like, this is just going to be good. Like your life is just in a completely different place. So I'm thinking about where should we start? Let's first start like, when you joined the Six Figure Liberation Mastermind, where were you? Where were you in your mindset? I think you just quit your job. Just tell me where you were at.
0: Well, it's really a funny story because I had, I came across your account through Katel Carmen. She's amazing. She was in the five figure formula and I had been following her for quite some time. And I was debating on joining the five figure formula. I was binge watching your podcast. I mean, listening to your podcast. And during that time, you had started to softly launch the mastermind. And I remember that I was like, I have to be in that room. But the minimum was 50K. I was not at the 50K yet. I had just, finished having the two biggest launches I had ever had in my business six months in. And I think I was like at the 40k. And I messaged you asking you what the requirements were you told me and I was like, Oh, I don't qualify. So I just automatically exited myself out of the equation. Shortly after I had a conversation with Kat, and she was like, you know, you should just ask her, she'll let you in. And I messaged you again, and I was like, I'm not at the 50k yet, but it's only April. You don't start till September. Is there any way I can get in? And you were like, of course, you'll you'll make it by then. Funny thing is that during this time, I was still in my grad program, finishing my degree in therapy. And I was about to graduate, I had just moved in by myself, I wanted to leave my job, I still hadn't left it yet, I was considering it. Of course, it was an investment for the mastermind. And It was a lot of decisions that I had to make super quickly. So many changes were happening at that time. And I just decided to book the call, a sales call. I just told myself, you know, anytime that I've invested, I commit to the process. And I know that I'm going to get the investment in my return, even if it's not monetarily in my identity and in my personal growth in challenging myself in this way. And the fact that I had the opportunity to join, even though I don't even meet the requirements yet. Just makes me really excited for the person I'm going to become after this, after this experience. And that's where I was at when I first thought about joining. That's huge.
1: That's huge. So many people wouldn't even have like the guts to come back and be like, I know that you told me no. (laughs) And like, I think like you just had a really big launch. You're like, I'm at like 40 something. I know by September, like I'm going to hit it. I was like, of course, let's definitely hop on a call. And you're an identity and business coach, right? So like all of your work is identity and you're really skilled at trauma-informed coaching. You're really skilled at helping people figure out who they need to be in order to grow their business. Like that's, I know like your whole niche. And so I think about that conversation and I think like you were using your own tools, right. Of like stepping into that identity, stepping into like, no, like I deserve to be in that room, even though I'm a little short on the minimum, even though I don't really know like what's going to happen with my job and quitting my job you still decided to be a part of that. And so I love that about you and that energy. I always say like how you invest in something is how you're going to show up throughout the entire experience. And so like, I absolutely love that about you, Liz, because like, and you've had some rocky things happen inside of the mastermind. So tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, to begin, I think that when I was coming in, I was in this identity crisis because I went from being, starting my business as a side hustler, working my nine to five, being in my grad program to making, I think, 10K in my first year to these two really big launches. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who I was. I remember our sales call. I was like, I think I just need to really work on my identity. I don't even care about the six figures. Like I just really want to embody that six figure identity because I'm having a really big challenge accepting receiving this type of money in my life, especially with the money wounds coming on and all of those things a lot of internal conflicts were happening at the time. So to begin, a lot of changes happened, I graduated, I hit six figures in the mastermind, I left my nine to five in the mastermind, actually, and you supported me through that, I will never forget. And I don't even think you know this, you were coaching me through it, I was having all of this mind drama over leaving my nine to five. And you told me, you know what, Liz, find the reasons to stay. (laughs) And I was like, I remember that I, I was so upset. I was like, why would she tell me that? Why would she tell me to stay? And I sat with it. I self-coached and I was like, okay, well, I couldn't find a reason to stay. So I'm going to leave. And that's how I made my decision to leave because I had the reserves, all the money that I had created so far in my business. I had it saved for that same reason. I just didn't have the courage yet. And it started off with that, with building the identity really having a lot of internal conflicts all of the time around who I was. Am I still a baby coach? But I'm starting to feel like I'm already getting closer to the six figures, but my belief hasn't caught up to believing that that's where I'm at. So those were some of the initial challenges that I was having. But during the actual mastermind, a lot of life events happened. One, the biggest one being, of course, dealing with the grief of no longer being a student and transitioning into like full time entrepreneurship. That in itself was a whole like roller coaster of emotions living by myself. I moved into my own apartment by myself during that time, learning to live by myself, still within a pandemic Also getting diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder during a launch that was super heavy for me emotionally. If it wouldn't have been for the mastermind, I don't think I would have, I would have probably quit my business because the emotions that were coming up for me were very heavy. It was very morbid. It was like a lot of morbid thoughts came through of, you know, like thinking about how life is so precious and what you really are giving your energy to. But I never once felt like leaving my business was an option because I had the full support of the mastermind and the community and UDL just really opening up the space to not make me feel rushed to get to this goal of six figure liberation or multiple six figures. It was really in honor of my own process and even retelling the story of not having anyone sign up for a launch. I don't know who I thought I was going to be with launching four times in a year. I don't know who I thought I was, but... That was something also that really rocked me during the mastermind. And it was just test after test after the autoimmune disorder and all of that. I had fraudulent activity happen in my bank account. Somebody physically went into my bank account for my business, tried to remove all my reserves, which is crazy out of a movie. Thankfully, nothing was taken. But I handled that situation with such grace that I was so proud of myself for. Old Liz like pre mastermind would have probably spent out and had a whole life crisis. And the third thing that happened was transitioning out of uh, a five year long term relationship towards the end of the mastermind. So now that looking back, and I overview like the whole experience, the amount of personal growth that happened within the mastermind was out of this world at such a rapid rate. But I think it really allowed me, the mastermind really held space for me in the sense that it allowed me to learn how to hold space for myself and create room to really feel those heavy emotions that come up with entrepreneurship. Because these things that came up during the mastermind could have, anybody could have just like given up on the process or maybe just had a more difficult time honoring themselves through the process. So I know I said a lot, but those were some of the biggest things that came up.
1: I love it. I love it. I think there's so much here. A few things that I want to think about. And like when I was booking this podcast with you, I was like, I want to talk about identity. I want to talk about mindset. I want to talk about the life things. But something that you're saying, and I don't even think that you're aware of it, like Liz, also, you must be handling your money very, very well because like you had the reserves and also like the reserves to quit your nine to five. And then also like you had the reserves enough for someone to want to take it. And then also here we are, like sometimes people are so surprised, like in business coaching and like, just don't launch, like don't sell, take time off. And people are like, I'm supposed to be making money. Like, how can I do that? But like, you've also had the reserves to do all that. So I want to talk about that too, like the mindset around reserves and like yours have definitely come in handy. And this is why we talk about, Money management in the mastermind for exact situations like this. So, I want it was something I didn't even think about. Like, while you were sharing your story, I was looking at the through line. I was like, let's absolutely talk about that. But I first want to talk about like, so many people just would have quit. It was one thing after another. Like, so many people would have been like, I need a break. I'm done. But you didn't do that. Like, you leaned in, you leaned into the support of the community you leaned into getting coached. And there were some calls where you were just listening. There were some calls where you raised your hand. So it wasn't like, you know, you were like spinning out like the whole time. But it's just like, I felt like you intentionally and emotionally buckled down and you like led into this. So tell me about that decision, because I'm sure your brain was like, we don't have the capacity for this five figure mastermind right now. Like we have other things going on. So like, tell me about like your decision to buckle down in the program.
0: No, it's really interesting because I actually learned this from you. I always tell you this, take all my money, DL. You changed my life forever. I'm so, so grateful. I think really, what really helped me was the tone that you set the mastermind in. You, you set the tone of really opening up the space for us to feel seen and heard. And I never felt the pressure or like I had an ultimatum that makes such a big difference in a coaching container. I never felt the pressure, even if the girls were like hitting like multiple six figures, like the support was there. But internally, I think what really helped was being aware that deciding that the way that I wanted to tell the story was that this, like my own story as you give us that exercise was that these experiences were shaping me to not only like expand my capacity to like feel and these big emotions, but more so helping me become a better coach because it's interesting how the identity piece, like I coach on identity and that's what I was working through and all of these experiences and circumstances were really helping me hold capacity to for the work that I do with my clients, which is something that I preach all the time. You don't have to feel like you have to be on, on all the time in your business. You don't have to show up all the time religiously during this time. I think, The mastermind time has been the time where I have shown up the least, like in terms of marketing, like I've gone months without or weeks without making any offers. But when I do come on and make offers, they're super intentional. They're coming from a very expansive place and money is still being made. Clients are still resigning because during this time I had to decide it's either like serving my clients and focusing all in on them and over delivering with them with the little energy and capacity that I have. Or stressing out, spinning out over, I'm not writing any content and like running like chicken without their head, right? So I think internally, the decision that I made was, I chose to believe every single day, this is helping me become a better person. This is helping me become a better coach. This is helping me become a better CEO. And those were the thoughts that really drove me.
1: I've heard this multiple, multiple times from so many of you all. And again, like, it's the norm for me. So I don't think it's anything special. But just like the pressure, it actually makes me a little emotional just thinking about it. Just like DL, like you weren't looking for me to like be a screenshot on your Instagram stories or like you weren't looking for me to produce results. And it's just like, where has this industry gone? Like the coaching industry where we're expecting that from our clients, like we only look at them as like just trophies and like things to put on our testimonial highlights on Instagram. Like, I want this space to always be yours. Like it's your space. And however, my clients want to use it. That's fine. I'm never looking at clients for my selling. I'm never looking at my clients to do the selling for me. Right. And so I just think that's such an important thing. And like setting the tone, like you all get to come into the mastermind and work on whatever you need to work on. And like, I was telling you, like, take off Liz, you like already took some time off. I said, take more time off. And just like how rare that is as a business coach to be like, and I remember saying this, I think either to you or to Jill and the side of the mastermind, like if it doesn't work for you, it's not going to work for your client to you. I said that to you, right? If it's not working for you, it won't work with your potential leads with the clients that are paying you. Like it's just not going to work. And Just, I don't know. I kind of get frustrated at the industry. I'm like, where have we gone wrong where we take that element out where we're forcing clients to show up, we're forcing clients to do this. That's not how I coach. That's not how I run the mastermind. I just, and I I think that's a beautiful, beautiful example of that. Another thing that that you said, which is something that I see a lot with business coaches and like you do both. I think you do both really, really well. Most people struggle with doing both. But you do both extremely well, like the identity and mindset and the trauma work and with the business side of things. Like I think you blend both really, really well. And something you said is like, I work on identity. So this is my work. And like, I saw you rise above it and like, this is my area of expertise. I'm struggling with this right now and I'm going to use this with my clients. I see so many people, especially business coaches struggle. Like if they're struggling in their business, they have a full-blown, pun intended, I guess, identity crisis, right? (laughs) Where they're struggling and they feel like, just it's like an out-of-body experience. Like I'm a business coach, but my business isn't working and I'm teaching a business. And they question everything, but you didn't do that. You're like, I'm an identity and business coach. I'm struggling right now. And this is an opportunity for me to use my tools. This is an opportunity for me to showcase that I'm an example of what I teach. This is an opportunity for me to work on myself so that I can coach better, so that I can serve better. There's not a lot of people that would actually look at it that way, Liz. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for pointing it out. It actually came up in a coaching call this morning with a client. And it's really fascinating because I think it was when Mariela, Eric, and I came to Mexico City a few weeks ago. Mariela and I were coaching each other and it came through as this has really been my life's work. Like since I could remember since I was born, like I was born and raised in a farm working community, uh, migrating with the seasons. And like my identity was a constant thing. I had to adapt to different environments all of the time and without even realizing it, it has been my life's work. And I think because I was able to really identify that and really like hone into and anchor myself into my unique skill I think just really emerging myself and getting super connected with that skill that I'm an expert in, expert challenge comes in. If you're joining the mastermind, you'll find out all about that. It's just incredible. But I think it was really anchoring myself in knowing that like this is has been my life's work and there's nobody else that could do it better than me in using those tools because that's all I know. That's all I've been. And I looked for evidence outside of in different areas of my life in the multiple identities that I've held. In looking at, okay, what are the common threads? What are my strengths in each identity? And how can I infuse that into, into the circumstance that I'm using right now, that I'm in right now and living through right now? And how have I seen the other side of, of similar situations in the past and really incorporating that into, into the work that I do and into the process that I was going through and honoring myself? Because my primary focus always is like, I want to practice what I preach. And if I'm going to be going through my own process and expecting my clients, because it's hard work to, Go through that process and take yourself through that process. I can't expect my clients to do that if I'm not doing it myself.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just like, again, it goes back to identity and it goes back to being an expert. And I actually forgot about the expert challenge inside of the mastermind. We'll do that again next round and it will be better. I have some, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, I could do a lot of different ideas with that. And so we'll have a new and improved expert challenge. And when you join the mastermind, you'll get all about it, as Liz says. And I think it's just, it's really diving into like, this is who I am regardless. Like that's what I think about when I think about you. It's like, this is who I am. I'm a six figure earner. I have this business. I'm a full-time entrepreneur because also like you're in therapy. You could go sign therapy clients right now. Like, that would be an option for you. Like you can start a therapy practice or you could go like, there's a shortage of therapists right now. You could find a job in like a week, Liz. And, may, and like, you might do both, Like, right? Like never say never, right? But thinking about like, I think you just anchored so much in your identity when the world was spinning around. You just like anchored in your identity and like the mastermind really provided space for that and tools for that and language for that and community for that. So I absolutely love it. I want to talk specifically about the time where your relationship was ending and then the fraud on your account. So tell us about that.
0: That was a very interesting, <laughs> a very interesting time because it happened like I swear, like not even weeks apart that it happened. It was like in the middle of it all. It was like it was all happening and it was testing me left and right. And I think that t- the relationship ending was one of the hardest things. I think the fraud, I I took it really well. I had no idea it was happening. I was able to gracefully say, you know, it's out of my control. They didn't take anything. I can only focus on what I control. So with that. I think that because I've done so much work on my money mindset and on my money wounds and my money trauma, I have come a long way. And because I know, I know myself, and I know that if everything was taken away, I know that what I can create and what I'm capable of. And I'm so in my identity as CEO and an identity and business coach that if everything were to go away, I would figure it out. And I don't think I had that type of certainty prior to joining the mastermind. It's something that I really cultivated inside of the mastermind and it makes you feel very like you trust yourself so much. You're so grounded in who you are and it's like, you're unstoppable. You really do feel that way. So I think because I was so grounded in that, that didn't really shake me as much. And really like a week after that, it was like the relationship was coming to an end. It was a lot on an identity level. (laughs) a lot of on an identity level, because a five year relationship is it was a long term relationship. And it's almost like you're coming, you're grieving that process. And this type of grief is really heavy. I don't think we talk about it enough, right? Sometimes you think that you take time off from your business, because you know, somebody passes away in your family, which is very valid, right, or very extreme cases. But I think this experience provided an opportunity to allow myself to hold space for myself and set an example for my clients to know that it's okay to take time off when these types of transitions are taking place. Somebody does not have to pass away in order for you to take this time off. Breakup doesn't have to happen for you to take this time off. The big picture here is honoring your humanity. And I think sending that email to my clients um, when that process was taking place and letting them know i i'm going to be taking this week off for the sake of honoring and holding space for my humanity use this time to do something that similar for yourself right setting that example opened up a door of opportunity for my clients to give themselves permission to do that but more than anything i think on for myself it was also a big um, moment a big breakthrough of breaking ceilings because coming from someone that has been a hustler or is a recovering hustler you know, super hardworking background. I used to feel so much guilt and shame over taking time off. And I still remember, and I want to mention it because I still remember, I think I was graduating. I had just graduated. I had gone to Vegas to celebrate with my family. And I was feeling so guilty. I was already in the mastermind. And I remember I got coached on this. And you mentioned, DL, is this how you want to remember this time of your life looking back? And that that's all it took for me to moving forward really honor my, my space and my process, because that I will never forget that. And it's something that really just made all the difference for me. So all that to say that it was a process uh, that was really difficult to navigate, I took the time that I needed off, I let myself feel the feelings, I let myself cancel my meetings for that week, and just do a whole lot of nothing. Cry it all out, go to therapy, rely on on my peer, like our peers from the mastermind that were incredibly supportive, that held space for me outside of the mastermind group. And that also allowed us to cultivate really strong friendships and lifetime relationships. So that was really the process that I was going through. And I really just didn't force myself to do anything that didn't feel aligned, which also brings me to the feedback that I received from you when I said, you know what, DL, I don't I don't want to show up. I don't want to show up online. I'm not ready for that yet. I want to transition my business model into my marketing looking a little bit different. that feels more aligned for me and that felt so liberating because really I really just wanted to be validated right with with the decisions that I was making but to have your full support in honoring that just made all the difference too. So I think that also helped my healing process like just speed up a little bit faster.
1: One thing that I've just I want to point out is just like Liz, you're so coachable like all of these things, like, you know, I've coached hours and hours and hours in that mastermind. So like, and I've said all sorts of things to you all, but I just noticing like how you're saying all this is like, I just said one thing and like you embodied it and you ran with it and you made it apply to you. And so I just want to point that out too. And it's like, I wasn't giving Liz like all this strategy or like, I wasn't doing all this or like, I remember our coaching. It wasn't very long. It's not like we were talking for like half an hour. Like it was just these little conversations and just like these little perspective shifts. Right. And it's like you were the one to like take that on and run with it. So I just I just want to acknowledge you, like how coachable you've just been over the mastermind and like all the different ways that you've taken the philosophies and you've applied it to yourself, even if you weren't on Instagram or even when you were taking time off, like you still just really embodied everything. And I think that's so important. One thing that i I wanted to also point out with like everything that you shared is like, and I've just been realizing this inside of five figure freedom too, and just like with all of my clients, like the idea of rest and it's like like where are we learning like who told you all I'm like I could actually think of a lot of people who were who was telling this like where we can't take time off when life happens and also run powerful businesses. Like, and I think this actually goes back to business model. Like I've been thinking so much about this month in March, we're having our first six-figure month, cash month, and it wasn't in a launch. It wasn't because I had like a whole bunch of funnel sales. Like It was literally because of how I set up my business model and I don't feel like I'm overworking and I feel like my business model has room to scale. And I just think about your business model where like it had room for you to live your life. And it's like, we're building these businesses, but where's our life inserted into them? Where's growth inserted into them? Where like do things happen? Where's that been inserted? To them, like I've been on a health journey and I've actually diagnosed with a few things myself too. Like some, like I have a lot of sensitivities now and I've issues with like my kidneys and like I've been taking time off to go to the doctor. Things are still moving just fine. Right. And it just goes to like making sure that we're building businesses with us centered around them, not necessarily doing everything around our comfort. That's not what we're talking about here, but it's like when life happens, we need to be thinking about our business model and our business structures with us at the center of them. And we're still making money. Like I remember when you shared all the things that were going on with you, you then said like, and I had a 9 K month, like I had clients resigned because of how your business model was structured and you still had an income coming in, even when all these crazy things were happening. And so that's so important.
0: Absolutely. And you know, it was really interesting because. I didn't even care that (laughs) sounds so bad. I was not pressured around making any offers at all. Not even one bit old Liz would have been like, Oh my God, I would have had so many spin outs, but I went 30 days without posting anything on Instagram or showing up on stories. And I still had that nine K month and income coming in. Clients were still resigning. My clients were getting incredible results And I even after taking all of that time off, I still increased my prices because I knew that, yes, I was not probably marketing all of the tools or things that I was learning and putting them out in the world. But internally, I think when your belief is so strong with how much you're growing internally, you don't even need to explain or show that will come with the process And I think it was a really good example also to the peers in the mastermind, too, of your business doesn't have to look like showing up every single day. It could look like you holding space for yourself and showing up in those moments where you are feeling way more expansive and sometimes taking the time off is just what your business needs.
1: Yeah. And it could be the thing that shifts it completely. Right. Like you're saying, like, actually, after taking this time off, I don't want my business beholden to Instagram DL. Let's figure out other ways that I can market. And like you're starting your podcast. And so it actually could be a good thing. Like, we have no idea what could come from a season of rest. Like we have no idea what the other side of our businesses could look like, right? And so I said this on one of the podcast episodes. I think it was having a boring business. And I was saying like, there's going to be mandatory rest in the mastermind, like mandatory times where you all have to take off and you're doing it for your mental health, you're doing it for your physical health. But I also just want to showcase to you all that like nothing will fall apart when you all step away for your business nothing will fall apart. Like even in my company, we have mandatory breaks. I have unlimited PTO for all of my, like I don't have employees right now, but when I do have employees, like everyone has unlimited PTO. All of my contractors can take us much time as they want. I take, you know, we have week long vacations and breaks as a company We're you know, we're just supporting ourselves and taking care of ourselves. And like, I really want like my programs and the clients that we serve and myself to be an example of, Nothing falls apart when you take rest. Actually, everything else just comes together. And so I think that's also been like a great example of your story as well. Let's talk about money. And I also remember like when you wrote that post and when you shared about the 9K months, like, and how you were able to do that. And you said like you were able to take time off because of your reserves. And so I was actually, was going to sound a little lame, but I was like legit like crying in the shower this morning because I was, and I was just thinking about like how I'm man and I'm getting emotional now. You, Liz, I've just been crying this whole episode right along with you. I've been crying this whole episode. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking like, it is just insane how we were so scared to quit our nine to fives. And we were so afraid to grow a business. And we were so afraid to do this probably because of money. And like, what if we stop selling and what if things slow down? And just the fact that we've been smart and how we've handled our finances so that we are able to take care of ourselves. Like that's all we've ever wanted. That's all like our little inner child. Like that's all we wanted to be able to take care of ourselves. So like I feel like there's nothing more like being proud of sales is one thing, but being proud on how you manage your money so that you're always taking care of yourself like that just hits different. Like that's a whole other level of like self-love, self-pride and like gratitude for yourself. It's like, I'm so glad like I set my money up this way so I can take off time and not have to worry about forcing myself to sell and all those things. And that's why it's going to be such a big part. Of the next round of the mastermind is us talking about like, it's one thing to make money, but it's a completely other thing to like manage your finances so that you're taking care of yourself. So can you share a little bit about that?
0: Absolutely. And I love that you brought it up because I think this actually this was cultivated inside of the mastermind. I think that I didn't give myself enough credit for how well I managed my money. And I'll never forget you hosted a training for us on how to quit your nine to five. And it was so interesting because everything that you that you shared about, I had already done and I hadn't even taken the credit for it. And I realized in that moment, wow, like I am good with my money. Why was I discounting the fact that, you know, I have this amount of money in my bank account and it still feels like I'm not good with my money. A lot of money trauma things really came through. But I think the mastermind really facilitated a, pro- a space for you to feel, and even in the live training, for you to not discount how capable you are in everything that you create. And I think that sometimes we don't take credit for how well we do things, how well we make decisions. And I think that was a process that I was able to cultivate inside the mastermind and knowing that, you know, I had... All the money that I would make in my business, I wouldn't touch. I would save since I started because I never, I never knew I was gonna quit my 95. I never knew I was gonna hit six figures at the time. All I wanted was to pay off my student debt and to have a little bit more money to not be stressed out and living month to month. Right. So of course, with the long-term goal of retiring my mom one day, if I uh, dreaming saying that like one day I'll hit six figures, but I don't know if if or when, right? But I think that. Acknowledging that I I am good with my money, that I was able to save all of that, and working through not making debt a problem. I have over six hundred thousand six hundred thousand no I'm lying a hundred thousand dollars in student debt a hundred thousand dollars in student debt that I don't sleep, like lose sleep over ever because I've done a lot of work and, and a lot of the teachings that you teach us inside of the Mastermind too are you know like why make those things a problem right? Like our thoughts really do create our results. So um, I think that just mastering my mindset around the way that I manage my money, not guilting myself and shaming myself for using my credit card for certain things is also been super helpful. And just doing a lot of mindset work around, around why it makes sense that I have student debt. And why does it make sense that I, you know, it took me a little longer to get to the six figures or X, Y, and Z, but Really, the fact that I was able to take so much time off that I was able to have this reserve to take this time off in my business and still hit six figures is a huge, huge accomplishment. And that's all I created inside of the mastermind. So I don't know that answer your question, but
1: no, perfectly. And it's so funny that you're talking about the student loan debt. Like, it's so interesting. Like, I feel like maybe like 60, 75% of my clients get into business to pay off the student loan debt the student loan debt is still there. My student loan debt is still there. I probably have like close to $175,000 of student loan debt. It's still right there. It's sitting right there in that account because it doesn't bother me anymore. And it's like, we thought so much this journey would be about paying off the debt, but it was more loving ourselves who signed up for the debt to begin with. That was actually the real thing. Liz is snapping right now. Yes. Like, That's actually the real freaking journey. And it's just like the idea of being good with money. And I've even noticed this myself, like, and you said it perfectly, like, wait, like I've done like, you know, we have money trainings and we have lots of money conversations inside of the programs. And it's like, wait, I've already been doing what DL has been doing and like what DL has been teaching why did I think I was ever bad with money? And I go through the same thing, even at my level, like even though all of my accounts are fully funded, even though I have all this money and we're good for months and months and months, like everybody is paid up, it's still just like, my brain will still go into like, but you're terrible with money. And it's just like having the tools to clean up your finances. So you actually do have those reserves and you have those savings accounts. And also like, managing your mind when it comes to the money. And I just think it's so amazing though, like just having this awareness around the power of money, the power of money mindset, and also the tactical things of setting up your finances in a way to support your business. Like you need both. I feel like that I feel like is the icing on the cake to give ourselves the permission to take off, to give ourselves the permission to expand. And so I just think all these go together. Like because your finances were the way that they were, it was easier, not like the only reason, but it was easier, like you had another thing in your corner to take the time off and rest and also like to build your business the way that you've been building it. And so I just, and also like, to not spin out about the fraud, like so many people would have spun out. And like, we didn't even know you didn't even share Like, I know that you had conversations with the peers, but like, I didn't even know, because of how well you handled it. And like, because of the mindset like that you had, you're like, Oh, yeah, someone is just trying to break into my account. But it's not, it's not a problem. And I think you even said in your post, like, even if they did take the money, I know how to make it. Like, I know how to make that money and replace that money, even if that were to happen. I just think that's
0: so powerful. Yes, I can't even believe I said that, but I really did feel it in that moment. A little while after, though, I do want to mention that, like, the spin outs were definitely there for everyone listening. Like, don't think it's just like a smooth transition, right? Like, I I definitely spin out. There was a point where I was getting ready to apply for a part time therapy job as a therapist. I coached myself through that. And I said, I did the calculations and said, okay, Liz, 40 hours a week or 20, including like notes for our clients and all of the paperwork that goes with therapy. Realistically, would you rather go and find this part time job that's going to make you like, I don't know, a thousand, two thousand dollars with the wage gap or focus that energy on self-coaching, getting coached and creating more money in your business? But I was going there. I let myself go there because it was necessary because I think I went like three months without any sales calls. And as of recently, right, I had four sales calls that were no shows. I had the flop launch, right? So if I really got in the mindset of like, look at all these things that are happening. I had a flop launch. Nobody wants to work with me. I was supposed to launch my group program again. And now I'm not in the energy to do it. I definitely was spinning out, but I had the tools and the support system to. To navigate those experiences and, and circumstances. And more than anything, I think just the self awareness really came through. And I'm just so grateful for the mastermind. I, I say that all the time. I love it so much. I'm so grateful for the space. And I think it was just really pivotal in in me making these decisions and letting myself even go to those places of like, what's the worst case scenario, and let's live it so that it could feel a little bit less scary if, it, if I were to go there.
1: I was just talking with a client about, and like we talked a lot about this with Mariella and with some of the other people in the mastermind, like embracing the worst case scenario and getting intimate with the worst case scenario. And I was just talking with a client about this, and I actually used Mariella and you as an example. I was like, I want everyone to imagine like some Jenga blocks, like the little blocks that you play Jenga with. And like what happens is there's this one block. It's typically ego or pride or whatever that is. And it's wedged in the middle of this tower. And like one thing that I'm really good at doing as a coach is pulling that thing out. And sometimes the whole tower comes crumbling down. And like, and I'm saying this example and that analogy in relation to when I say like, oh, you haven't made sales in a while. Like, go think about like getting another job. Like I've said that. I say that inside of five-figure freedom. I say that in front of six-figure six Figure liberation. And like people typically will be like, what are you talking about? Or how I said, like, find the reasons to stay at your job. Liz. Like off the wall stuff. It's like, DL, you're a sales coach. No, help me make money. But it's for this very thing where I was like, no, I want you all to neutralize both experiences, neutralize working a job and also neutralize building a business. And so that your self-worth, your identity, we keep going back to that word. See, look at that, right? (laughs) Like your identity is not built in either one. Your identity is built with you. And for the clients that actually take that coaching on, that's when they see the swing in their sales. That's when they actually see the momentum because it's not that they, sometimes they do go get a job and that's what they need to do, right? And for those who take on that coaching, it's like, Oh, I realize that I'm still going to be Liz. I'm still going to be Mariella. I'm still going to be DL. I'm still going to be Sally Mae. Like I'm still going to be who I am. If I work a job or if I'm in my business, I am still whole. I am still worthy. I am still loved. I am still safe. And from that place. That's where money is created. That's where scaling is created. That's where you have the the ability to raise your rates. And that's where that is created. It's from that place of not putting your identity onto either pedestal, but keeping it within yourself. I was just like saying that to a client earlier today. She was like, I've never heard of anyone say it that way. And it's life changing and it's liberating. Like We also keep going back to that word. Like, that's why it's called liberation, where it's really just about liberating yourself from the deepest, deepest parts of you when everything happens. And I love sharing your example, Liz, and I wanted to share your story on the podcast because I don't want to paint that like everything just happens fine and dandy inside of the mastermind. It's like, no. Life happens inside of the mastermind. But that's what the container is for is like having a process and tools and community to help you
0: through that process 100%. Absolutely. And, you know, it's its interesting that you point that out because that's another thing that I that really, I guess, I don't guess, but I, I know that I cultivated inside of a mastermind. It's externalizing looking at the identities that I hold, but not attaching my worth to any of them, right? And that's something that we do, even subconsciously, whether it's attaching yourself to your identity in your nine to five, it's a career, right? You've made yourself a part of that identity. And we attach our worth to so many different identities that we hold. And the moment something happens, we question ourselves, we shame ourselves, we compare ourselves. And we take it so personally. And I think that I've become through the mastermind and through your teachings, I've become like such an expert at externalizing situations and not making them mean anything about me. And that not only has given me the liberation, the peace of mind, but more than anything, just like the self-trust in knowing that I'm going to be okay, regardless of whatever freaking happens.
1: So good. This was an amazing conversation.
0: Thank you so much, Liz. Is there anything else you want to share with us? Join the freaking mastermind. I don't know what you're doing. If you haven't signed up for the wait list, I'm going to be in the next round. So proud to say (laughs) I'm going to be in the next round. We were all freaking out, feeling like they were going to be college applications, but (laughs) we're we're in there. And I just, I have nothing but incredible things to say about the mastermind. UDL have changed my life. And I, I say that with an open heart. I could cry. I could literally cry because you have changed the industry in ways I don't even know if you realize, but we tell you that all the time. And it's really shaking up the industry. Um, Women of color collectively, y'all collectively, we made close to a million dollars collectively with life happening with people, you know, family members losing loved ones with life transitions happening all the things in the middle of still the pandemic. So I just hope that through this conversation, you were able to have a lot of takeaways that help you feel seen and heard and help you feel like the energy of what this mastermind container looks like um, because we're ready to have you with open arms. So that's what I wanted to say.
1: And it loops me back to like, I remember me saying on the call and I feel this right now, which is why I'm bringing it back up. But I remember saying on a, On a coaching call with you all, like I love each of you as people and like as clients. Like I deeply love all of you all. I could care less about your results, but I love all of you all. And Liz, I love you. You, you all have just, you've changed my life. All of you all have just changed my life and you've changed how I think about coaching, how I think about this industry. And like what we were saying, we're like, this industry could be a little rough, but like you all give me hope because I know the work that you all are doing with your clients. It's just absolutely outstanding. It's just phenomenal. So thank you. Thank you for betting on yourself, not once, but twice, but the next round of the mastermind. Thank you for just believing in the process, trusting the container, trusting the mastermind, trusting me. It's just been amazing. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Liz.
0: Oh, thank you, DL. If you took value from this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. This will help other Latina CEOs find us. And if you're excited about this podcast, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at lifewithliz, that is L-I-F-E-W-I-T-H-H-L-I-Z. Mil gracias por estar aquí, and I'll see you in the next episode.